This is Imani of Modern Mystic Chronicles podcast, inspiring curiosity and magic through storytelling of modern mystic living. Our first story is written by me, Imani Quinn, titled, How Spirit Saved My Life. I had never had thoughts of ending my life until I was 27. In my Saturn return, I knew what my passion was and couldn't fulfill it. It was an agonizing type of pain to know what you love, but not get to do it for a living. Why do we do this to humans? I was angry at spirit for not showing me the way, making it easy, and for not making it seem possible. Talk about a way to send you down a dark hole. You know when they say the situation doesn't always change, but you do? That you get stronger? I couldn't see that. In 2017, I quit my job that I once loved teaching dance full-time to kids in Los Angeles. At one point, I felt so special to get this opportunity. But as all good things come to an end, Spirit called me for my next venture as a creative entrepreneur, a fashion company with designs made by me and produced by my mother. I got to sell in LA, San Francisco, Portland. I felt creatively alive, connected to folks, and I was gaining the skill and confidence to be my own boss babe. I dove in, looked for capital and ways to financially make it as an entrepreneur, looking to other stories for inspiration. I thought the universe would come through as they did every other time. Moving states and cities had been hard before, but it always worked out and in a relatively short amount of time. But it wasn't happening so easy this time. My stakes were getting higher and I was so angry that I wasn't making enough money at what I loved. Don't get into fashion, they said. Don't do it for the heart, they said. Focus on the money. My nights were getting darker and I was numbing the pain. A nice Cabernet is my favorite. I always tested my rock bottom by if I would drink low-grade wine. It never happened. Even at my lowest, I have expensive taste. Jokes aside, the thoughts and actions I made toward myself, though not deathly, were not kind. I wanted so badly to pull the pain out of myself, to make it disappear. I would confide in my closest friend and my mother. They were beside themselves trying to help, support and love from thousands of miles away. One night, my dad was worried about me and had the police come check on me at home. It scared me even more than my own demons did. The cops were nice. They asked me questions but I didn't need the cops to tell me to just get a day job in the meantime like their kids did. I needed to feel like my life had meaning, that I could do what I love and make a living. A couple years later, I was still a creative entrepreneur and had almost shifted gears fully into the mystical realm. Although I still thought I needed a full-time matrix job. So I was trying to get a position at a well-known co-working membership space in Los Angeles as a creative programmer, you know, hire all my artist friends to come curate the space, and for me to be the social butterfly that entrepreneurship had me become. I even had a few serendipitous connections. A friend of mine worked for a company out of the co-working space, and another acquaintance knew the interim CEO of the company. The friend got me an interview for the position, and the acquaintance said she'd put in a good word. 
After the interview, they asked my salary rate, told me they loved my ideas and what I would bring to the table. I was daydreaming all the way into this position. I thought I had it in the bag. Not only that, there were so many signs that I was supposed to be at this job. I thought for sure Spirit wanted me working here. The same week, I also had a scholarship to go to a summit for women entrepreneurs to talk to investors in Sonoma for my fashion company that I had all but thrown into the towel at this point. This was a dream come true. I love wine. It was a bucket list item to go to Sonoma. And I had the potential to meet investors for my company. And the acquaintance that knew the CEO of the company I was applying for, the dream job, was also going to the same summit as me. Like seriously, it felt way beyond a coincidence. I was on cloud nine, and I thought the universe was finally on my side. So when I got to the summit and got sick my first night, throwing up for two days straight, missed the whole summit, and ended up at a hospital across the street from the same said summit, I could have sworn spirit was playing a terrible joke on me. Days later, I came back home and heard that I didn't get the job as they were going to postpone hiring someone till a later quarter. I could not believe that the universe would put this in front of me and take it away. I hit rock bottom. But this rock bottom wasn't painful enough to wonder about what it would be like to be gone. It was painful. I didn't know what I was doing wrong, but I began to ask how I could change instead of how the universe could. As I like to say, I stopped beefing with spirit. I realized that a job was not for me. Spirit wasn't letting it happen. I had even applied for a few others with a couple coincidences of their own, all to no avail. I got the message clear. So I pivoted and my next venture started taking off. I started taking clients on full-time from Mystic Work, and though it didn't make a full-time salary at the snap of a finger, I was making the same with clients that I could have doing something part-time. Finally, something was working, and it felt like I was doing it right. A few years later, and I found myself at a similar crossroads. I built a career as a reader, but I always knew that wasn't the final step in the path. I knew there was more to be done. But when the new path asked to be taken, it came with a lot of work, as it always does. Refining my priorities and the company that I keep. Leaving behind community that worked in my past chapter, but not the new one, was probably the hardest part. As the old chapter ended, people left that fit the old me, and new people who were a part of this new passion and venture started showing up. Things felt painful as the chapter closed that had once been a sense of comfort. The grief felt heavy. I couldn't shake it. It consumed my mind, but this time was different because I listened to every sign and did my karmic homework. I trusted and had faith that the universe had my back and that I would end up somewhere even better than I could have imagined. Even though I felt pain, I knew I was stronger than it. I looked up to the sky in the midst of the mountains and asked the universe for perspective. I knew the pain wouldn't leave, but I also knew the shedding was making way for something new. I told my mom, I feel really down. I need your support, but I, I know I won't feel as destitute as I did in the past. And she said, because you're a warrior. And that replayed in my mind. I sighed a deep breath of relief. This time I got stronger. I am a warrior and spirit saved my life. 
It gave me something to always connect to and feel purpose in no matter what part of the story I am in. I am forever grateful for that kind of magic. If you or someone you know is suffering from suicidal thoughts, help is available. Speak with someone today on the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. So the tarot card I pulled for this story is the strength card, which I believe is a testament to the strength that we all have within us. Spirit showed it to me through these experiences. Though trauma, toxic relationships, and limited beliefs are hard and unwanted, they are also what allows us to grow. The discomfort pushes us to raise our vibration and become more resilient selves. I'm not condoning harmful behavior by any means. Um, but I am appreciating my experiences for allowing me to become who I am today. So when somebody looks at my energy and appreciates the, the power and the strength within it, this is why. These are the stories of why. Um, and at the same time, I am envisioning a world where it doesn't have to be that way. You know, where we don't have to be so focused on survival and we can move beyond. But... Today's story is sponsored by Mystic Monday's Tarot Deck. That is where we pulled the strength card from. And it can be purchased at mysticmondays.com, at Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. Stay with us as we bring you another story for today. This is Imani of Modern Mystic Chronicles podcast, inspiring curiosity and magic through storytelling of modern mystic living. Back with our second story for today's episode. Written by Brittany Berenger Tobin, titled Healing Isn't Linear. It took me a long time to accept how big of a role the universe played in this cosmic chaos we call the human experience. My resistance to mysticism reduced my life to an uninspired and stagnant static time when I knew deep down my purpose of living was beyond any rational thought which any human mind can express. Don't get me wrong, I always considered myself a dreamer, but fantasizing about having floor-to-ceiling windows and a beautiful condo overlooking the city could only last one girl so long especially given the socioeconomic circumstance and other obstacles that stood in my way. I was a dreamer, sure. Since I was a little girl, I always wanted to be a witch. It was a dream of mine to cast spells and manipulate energy, to get the things I want and to create a beautiful life for myself. But of course, these were only dreams, and fiction was only a pleasure I had in reading books. The reality I lived could never be as charming or fair, and growing older within my circumstances killed any ounce of magic I once believed in. Before my transition into mysticism, I had many karmic ties that prevented me from blossoming into a stronger and more stable force. In 2018, I struggled mildly with addiction, and because I was practically homeless while transitioning between leases, I was stuck living with my abusive partner for a few months. The two jobs I worked at the time made it abundantly clear that my mental health was not a priority of theirs and reminded me in subtle ways that my labor can easily be replaced. I knew I wasn't taking care of myself 
and it was reflected in not only my present circumstance, but the things I was attracting as well. Depressive thoughts, drained energy, toxic relationships, and scathing sadness. I became comfortable in accepting my soul was a desolate void of wasted potential. As masochistic as it may sound, I think back and feel grateful for those dark moments. I felt helpless, scared, lost, and desperate for a better life because I had never wanted better for myself more than I did in those tower moments. It reminded me that my solitude and sadness reached its peak and I had nothing left to lose but all the happiness in the world to gain. In that moment, I knew I needed uncomfortable, radical change if I was going to live in alignment with true peace. So I took action. I chose to be proactive in my journey of finding purpose through a new career, meaningful relationships, and most importantly, finding purpose within myself. I turned to spirituality in an attempt to practice introspection and live more openly and positively. The sliver of magic I had left glistened when I started to give witchcraft and mysticism a chance. I mean, was surrendering to spirit for guidance really all that weird and supernatural? Stranger things have most definitely happened. It was shortly after I left my abusive partner that I started to pick up on the law of attraction. In a weird way, it feels like the ancient art of manifestation found me. My friends at the time were on the same path of exploring spirituality and witchcraft, so we shared techniques, spells, and manifestation rituals with one another. Journaling was a huge identifier for me. Being able to reflect in such a way without judgment helped propel me into reprogramming my brain. Doing shadow work aided me in my healing, and I was finally able to perceive the world through a different lens, one that truly believed in the divine magic of the universe, the same magic that existed within me. The more I focused on reflection and writing manifestations in my journal, the stronger my intuition got. Not only did I have the support of my journals, I also had the guidance of spirit to help keep my hope alive and my personal power stronger. At this point in my life, I was falling asleep to healing frequencies, meditating, and doing everything in my power to remain grateful regardless of my circumstance. It was around this time I started to notice synchronicities, like angel numbers, before a huge shift happened in my life. Sometimes I'd see comforting numbers like 111 and 333 before meeting someone special, or a cinematic night out with friends. Sometimes they'd come as warnings. Nevertheless, the universe always slipped me love letters and glistening signals in the sky to guide me to safety. As I've been learning, healing is not linear. Even through courageous fortitude and finding salvation in religion, the universe, or whatever, we face challenges and losses along the way. Sometimes we misread the signs, miss opportunities, and quite frankly, fuck up. I found my shortcomings were overwhelming at times to handle, and boy, did I struggle with letting go. Even resilient souls spiral, and it took me a long time to learn this. How could I have been so foolish to misread warnings and fall for life's traps? I couldn't reconcile how far I've gotten in my spiritual journey with all the chaos that ensued. What's worse, I have this awful Aquarian habit of detaching when things got too overwhelming, and I did sulk about how my life was stagnant when I started to feel stuck again. 
Once I found the emotional fortitude to finally leave my corporate job and a toxic partner I'd been seeing, new opportunities started to open up for me. One of the greatest lessons I learned through the course of spirituality was how letting go of things that didn't serve my higher purpose will always make room for things that were meant for me. Just like all those times before, I took the biggest risk of quitting and shedding negative relationships, and the universe answered with blessings tenfold. I attracted two jobs I really wanted, and I was hired as an organizer for a nonprofit and a contributing writer for Pop Sugar. It wasn't long after that I started dating my current partner, who was a special soul to say the least, and we've built a beautiful partnership based on patience, trust, and understanding. And just last year, I was inspired to go back to university after all the signs pointed to another lifelong dream of mine, becoming a writer. I owe my strength and reclamation of power to the universe for affording me the opportunities that have blessed my life these past few years and for reigniting a flame I thought burnt out so many years ago. Underneath all the mundane intricacies of daily life, I knew there was a higher purpose that I didn't need waste on unfulfilling situations and relationships, if I had any power at all to let them go. The thing with witchcraft that many people get twisted is that we practice its sentiments in our daily lives. Every time we manipulate our reality to appease our goal, write something down to manifest it, or have a dream come true in some way, we are expressing magic. Magic is what graced me with the confidence to move forward. I knew I had the power and drive to make adjustments in my life. From my vantage point, magic lives in everything and anything. After all, rewiring your thought patterns and habitual nature takes so much bandwidth. Grappling fear and doubt and transmuting energy to thrive is an incredible feat. And I can't think of another rational explanation. Brittany Berenger is a freelance writer, creator, and full-time Aquarius from outer space. Making a pit stop in Las Vegas, Nevada, she currently writes for Pop Sugar and enjoys journaling, reading, doing spell work, and binge listening to every true crime podcast ever. Our tarot card pull for today's story is the chariot. This card speaks to uh, your willpower, and your courage. Um, the chariot has seen difficulty and continues to persevere, not in spite of, but because of. It also represents the self-discipline and following through on your dreams, specifically for Brittany as a writer. I keep getting the message um, that as Brittany is drawn to spell work and being a witch, that is the chariot energy that wills things to be. And it's the continuing, the continuing will that you come back to in the admiration and the love for being a witch that pays homage to the nonlinear journey that you need to keep coming back to these tools because challenges will continue to arise. So keep going and keep doing as a witch. Today's story is sponsored by Mystic Monday's Tarot Deck and can be purchased at mysticmondays.com, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. That's it for today. If you enjoyed our guest story, you can catch us fireside with the author on IG Live at Imani Rachel Quinn on Instagram. And if you feel inspired to share your own mystical story, you can share with us on our website at imaniquinn.com at the submission link under Modern Mystic Chronicles podcast. 
Big love. I'm Ani.